What a great way to wake up. With a cup of logic, reason, and common sense. Welcome to the Independence Morning View. Let's get to it. Good morning to you wherever you are in the world. I'm Johnny Anderson. I'm joined this morning by Bruce Adams. Good morning, Bruce. How are you this morning? I'm doing well. How about yourself? I'm doing okay. I'm getting getting kind of antsy for this afternoon. I know what we're going to cover today. It's going to be a really heavy subject, and so I'm trying to get myself in the in the right state of mind for it. If you haven't listened to yesterday's show, what we're going to do is today we're going to cover on the afternoon show, we're going to cover the structure of socialism and essentially the basic introduction of how they set up their particular membership and how they work above ground, how they work below ground, how they'll use people to carry certain agendas, how they will get opportunists to form in with some of their ranks and really how people get sucked into that particular uh, extremist movement, whatever it might be. And also, we're going to cover what we can do about it, what we think people can do about it in order to fight back against it. So that's coming up later on today. But that's later on this afternoon. This morning, though, let's start with General Flynn. What's going on with him? Well, you know, he was uh, accused of lying to the FBI. And when you dig down into the whole accusation, it was um, bupkis, shall we say. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, they um, they they filed uh, an appeal, and the judge dismissed the case. So Flynn is free; and he's he's out. So uh, it's a a two one ruling by the panel. So what you're saying is is he's free to testify against the deep state? Yes, basically, yeah. I mean, I don't know what he's going to say on this, or if anything's going to come out of it, but uh, he's out at least, and that's. That's what should have happened. I mean, it, it should have never gone this far. The the FBI way overstepped their bounds. Uh, this was terribly egregious, but I don't know that he'll get his his reputation back. Uh, it, it's been def- defamed and, you know, goldfish mentality of, of many people. They're, they're going to forget that, you know. He was wronged and they'll pay attention to the first story and they'll they'll say he's a liar and all that. So if he does come out and try to reveal stuff on the on the deep state, that's going to be the argument. Well, he lied to FBI. Speaking of goldfish mentality of the public, Bubba Wallace, NASCAR, Mm -hmm. the uh, the FBI dismissed. It ended up being something that was left in the garage from a year prior. Oh, so, yeah, there was nothing there. Uh, it wasn't. Mm, but of course, mm. NASCAR still claims that it's a noose. They still claim that. But the FBI, after interviewing, I think it was over 30 people, they determined that it was placed there a year ago. And of course, now it's they're making all this big fuss about it. And it turned out to be nothing. It turned out to be nothing. But the damage what, is done, isn't it? Exactly. Was there any kind of uh, did, did they show images of the of the suspected noose? Uh, no. Have they? Have they? I haven't seen anything on that. They just said it was a noose, and I. I well, the I'm FBI. Sorry, but they said y- yes. The the FBI determined that it was a tow rope that was used uh, last year at the track to tow a wrecked vehicle off of the track. Uh huh. Interesting. So yes, there, there's nothing there. Sorry. And yeah, tow ropes are usually pretty good size too. But uh, a bit too big for a noose, but yeah. Yeah. Well, the fact is, is like they tried to push that as some thing, like some racial narrative, and it just it blew up in their face again. 
again. And it's like, look, stop with this this horse. I'm not even going to say it. I'm not going to say it. All right. Let's jump over to space. We love talking about space on the morning show. What's going on with space? So there was an article released here today talking about a phenomenon that was found last year. Okay, it was a a gravitational anomaly, if you will. Now, the intensity of these uh, gravitational waves were in the range of 2.6 times that of the sun. So in other words, the object had to be 2.6 times the size of the sun. Now, the reason this is such a big deal is objects cannot exist bigger than 2.5 times our sun. Once you get past that, you start getting into this uh, uh, gap or gravitational gap that they have. And I believe it's between uh, 2.5 and 5 times the sun. There's this unknown gap of can things actually be, you know, of that mass in between. Uh, Basically, the argument is when you get to five times, that becomes a black hole. And anything above 2.5, it's going to collapse upon itself. But more or less, it's it's will turn into a neutron star or where's this uh, located? This is let's see here, 780. 80 million light years away. This object was just consumed by a black hole. Well, I mean, I say just, but it was 780 million years ago. Um, This object, 2.6 times the size of our sun, was eaten by a black hole. And the the gravitational waves released from that, you know, the the shift was what we measured and and, uh, are seeing. So... You know, again, it's kind of a, a mass gap, as they call it. So they don't think this is possible. I mean, based on the, our current findings and everything. So um, they were also talking that they've seen other phenomenon that are such as um, there was two neutron stars that collided into one one another, creating a, a single neutron star that was 2.7 solar masses. But that object quickly collapsed into a a black hole. So that's why they're like. The confused by this other object. So they're thinking it may have been a small black hole, but uh, that was consumed by a larger one. But then you run into the issue of something that small typically doesn't turn into a black hole. So it's kind of uh, like this gap. Correct me if I'm, yeah, correct me if I'm wrong. I'm, I'm out of date when it comes to, or excuse me, I'm out of touch on my um, astrological phenomenon kind of stuff. No, when you have no. two black holes, don't they cancel each other out? No. Uh, so what a black hole is, right, is just a large amount of mass smashed together in a small space. OK, uh-huh. so usually uh, to give you an example, a neutron star, uh, it will when it when it dies, right, when a star dies and it collapses, if it's large enough, it'll create a neutron star. If it's even larger than that, it can collapse into a black hole. Right. So it's taking the mass of the sun or star in this case. And it, it will collapse upon itself and create a very confined, small compared to what it was uh, size. So when you have two of these, you know, that, that come into close enough contact that the gravitational pull sucks each other together, it basically creates a, a larger black hole. Mm-hmm. OK, I guess I was always of the understanding that when you have two masses like that come together, they just kind of like I, I don't want to say they war with each other, but they just kind of cancel each other out that's what i was that's what i thought anyway they do there is kind of a warring between the two you'll, you'll see this with like stars for example if there is a, a binary star system if the star is close enough one of the stars will consume the other star like you'll see the gases and stuff being pulled off of the star 
and and feeding the other star and it, it will grow, which is, you know, theoretically plausible that that star will collapse on its own weight, you know, its own mass and could turn into like a neutron star or even a black hole. So interesting. OK. All right. Uh, facial recognition. We got some new stuff with facial recognition. It made a mistake. I thought that stuff was foolproof. What's going on? So there um, there was a case in January, I believe there was a uh, police officers um, went, well, they called a, a Robert Williams at his office, right? He is an auto, uh, automotive supply company. And it was Detroit Police Department saying uh, he needs to come to the station because he's under arrest. And he thought, okay, this is a prank. This is a joke, right? And he didn't think anything of it. He went home that evening and immediately following him uh, as he pulled into the driveway was a police car that boxed him in. And two officers got out, handcuffed him, and then escorted him out. The wife asked what he was being arrested for. They said, uh, Google it. When said Google Robert it? Williams, yeah, he said Google it. Yeah. Wow. Um, when the uh, Robert Williams asked about what, what the arrest was, they handed him a piece of paper with a photo on it that looked like him, right? And then the the words of felony warrant and larceny. So they interrogated him. And apparently it was someone that had robbed a, a boutique store, right? You know, watches, bicycles, you know, that kind of stuff. He and his wife hadn't been there since 2014, right? But they were accusing him of this. And the footage that they showed was a large, heavy set black man, which he's heavy set, right? But the picture of the face is blurred. You can't really tell who it is. And the software said it was this guy, right? Well, when they got to interrogate him, they found out, yeah, no, this isn't the guy. Uh, they asked mm -hmm. him, you know, the, the typical question, uh, when was the last time you've been to the store? And then they showed another picture. Is this you? Right. And he said, no, this is not me. You think all black men look alike? And that's oh, when the investigators God, were like. Uh, OK, maybe maybe we do have the wrong guy. And anyway, turns out the algorithm failed and it came up with a flawed match and they got the wrong guy. Interesting. I thought that technology was foolproof. Depending on what they which one it is, it's up to a 90 percent accuracy, depending on what it is, because this sounds like it was trying. They were trying to take a, a low quality photo or a you know blurred image and are trying to use the software to try to identify uh, the person. It's not like the TV shows where they're like you know enhance you know and, and, and <laughs> you're right this quality picture and then enhance it and it's like this high def image. No, that's not how it works. <laughs> Yeah, you always see those shows where they they just kind of sit back and they like they take this zoomed out shot from like a half a mile away and they say, "Oh, here, look at this." And then all of a sudden the license plate pops up. Yeah, sure. Yeah, no. That's not how it works. No. If it's not there in the picture, you're not going to no, you're not going to see it. Mhm. Mm okay. So, I wanted to jump over to something else this morning. Now, this wasn't really on the on the list of things we had to discuss, but uh this is something I found rather interesting because we talk about all the stuff with space, right? We, we always talk about mm -hmm. all this stuff. We always talk about spaceships and Mars colonies and, and all that stuff. And it's, it's I mean, it's a fantastic topic. But you know what? There's other things out there that I find equally as fascinating right here on Earth. And one of those things that I find fascinating are which I could never afford one of these. So, I mean, I, maybe that's why I find it fascinating. These concept yachts that they come out with, you know what I'm talking about? Like the ones that they yeah. show all this mm -hmm. stuff. You know, I find that stuff really interesting. Well, there's a company now. There's a German designer company. 
They've designed one that costs 450 billion pounds. Okay, right. That's how that's how expensive this thing is. It's a 200 yard long mega catamaran with a built in harbor for less gigantic vessels and an 80 yard pier. Right. It's created by German designers. They designed the Galileo 2, which would have an enormous harbor area beneath the main deck. Some of these decks include an amphitheater style open air cinema and a 5000 square foot pool. That's bigger than most houses, by the way. The yacht would house 38 guests and would need a staff of at least 75. Do you want me to post this so you can have a look at it? Sure. There would be a hospital on board for emergencies. A spokeswoman for the designer said, we estimate the cost to be around 500 million euros, about 450 billion pounds without toys. Right. Those are just like the um, and I'll get to that in a second. Uh, but this is just with the standard interior. This is not any frills or anything like that. So this is 650 feet long. It's designed to shift the limits of what is feasible. Right. It's ha- it has an enormous harbor area beneath the main deck. This would allow also the open deck on the outside. This would allow other vessels to dock alongside with it. It would also feature a fold down restaurant right? 38 guests can stay on board. So it's feature a fold down restaurant, right? So the the new look of this thing, it'll be powered by a methanol propulsion system and will pioneer geothermal energy in yachting. I'm interested to know what that is. You ever heard of that? No. I mean, it's essentially a diesel engine, basically. Uh It's Uh just running off of ethanol. Okay. So for anybody that wants to join this boat when it's already at sea, right? There's Don't worry, you can still get onto it. Not only can you dock on it, there's also a helicopter platform on it and room to store the aircraft and a place to refuel it on board. So it has aviation fuel on board as well. So you'll have to, like I said, you have to have 75, a crew of 75 will have to actually work on this thing. That's what's required to keep it operational, including chefs, cinema attendants, bar staff, kitchen staff, all of it. So it has a fully equipped marina, right? Between the two halls, right? It's got room for up to 25, as they call them, toys, right? This includes jet skis, submarines, submarines on a yacht, and even smaller yachts on top of that. So you can actually have a yacht within a yacht. So it has, let me see, a top speed of 22 knots and a range of 19,000 miles on a single... Wow. Diesel can get you 19,000 miles? No way. Yeah. Maybe. Okay. Let's see. All right. Well, it says here, right, they estimate the cost, like I said, around 500 billion euros, which, you know, hey, if we're, I mean, if you're going to spend that much money, I mean, why not, right? So if you want a luxury interior, though, there are no limits on what the price might be. They believe that it's the greatest concept that's ever been developed for a catamaran. It's quite fascinating, isn't it? I mean, what do you think of it? That is quite fascinating. Uh, yeah, you also said it has uh, geothermal energy. Yes. Maybe that's what's uh, helping uh, propel it. Met- methanol propulsion system and it will pioneer meaning it'll be the first one it'll be it'll pioneer geothermal energy in yachting so geothermal energy i mean that's that, that's essentially you're you're taking you're, you're taking the uh, the geothermal f- power from the earth and you're bringing it up and then you're working it into the system and it's it, it's creating the uh, the heating and cooling in effect and electricity for your house so like that that's what that system is so apparently they've adapted that into yachting which uh, that's quite a concept. I'm not exactly sure. I mean, are they expecting you to pull up to some kind of like volcanic vent or something to get the geothermal to work? I mean, being out at sea, I don't know how, but all right. Maybe it's just for temperature regulation and not actually using it for power. I don't know. Oh, I've got something else kind of in line with space. Uh, The U.S. Senate committee... U.S. Senate committee aims to regulate UFO information. Um, but they've already declassified Area 51. We know what it is. Yeah. 
Well, the the thing about it, they're saying there is an unidentified aerial phenomenon task force. We actually have one of those based out of the Pentagon. Now, this organization has recently released information, uh, specifically one of the more well-known ones was the naval officers. Uh, I believe they were flying a war game and a, a some, some type of UFO showed up uh, during this war game and sat in the middle of their engagement zone, uh, which is, you know, encrypted. They That information isn't public knowledge, shall we say. Uh-huh. It's, it's encrypted. And uh, it flew in there at a rapid speed. Uh, we're, we're talking like upwards of 5,000 miles an hour. Stopped dead center in the war, the war zone and engagement zone. And then sat there for a time and then flew off and took off, you know, six to 7,000 miles per hour in a couple seconds and uh, went out, you know, I don't know where it went from there, but that's one of the more well-known ones here recently. And this organization is the one that investigates this. Okay. So they're going to, they're going to start censoring this information that comes out to the public then? Is that, is that what I'm taking away from this? They're, they're going to, yeah, they're going to quote regulate it and they want to be more open and transparent with the public, but we really know what it means. So that, that right there is a contradiction in and of itself, right on its face. Well, okay. The the headline says they're going to regulate UFO information, but the actual committee says they're going to be more transparent in this okay, and, and so you know provide information with the public or for the public. Okay. So so that means government translated talk into Mr. and Mrs. John Q. Taxpayer. That means they're not going to tell you a damn thing. <laughs> that's that's exactly. what that means. Yes. So basically, they're they're sweeping all this back under the rug is what it seems like. I mean, obviously, we're going to have to watch and see, but we 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 know this is what government agencies do. That anytime they say they're going to be more transparent and and show you you know show you more of the inner workings, you get nothing, or what little bit you get is some propaganda BS. That's just like government, man. They 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 give us some chicken feed. That's about all they do when it comes to information. You know, we're like. Yep. Uh, we as the public, we're going to have to do our own digging on certain things because we're like mushrooms, right? We're kept in the dark and we're fed a bunch of BS. <laughs> That's what it is, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we're, we're mushrooms. Anyway, all right, we're going to have to jump out of here this morning. Thank you for sitting down this morning, Bruce. Thank you to all the listeners. For always stopping some more, please check us out later on this afternoon. You don't want to miss today. Please check us out later on this afternoon, and I hope everyone has a great morning.